Part one of this episode was all about how I set my goals. So if you haven't already, then I would advise that you check out that and then come back to this episode. Happy listening. You are listening to the Happier at Work podcast and I'm your host, Aoife O'Brien. This is the podcast for HR and business leaders. We talk about things like leadership, well-being at work, diversity and inclusion, and the future of work. When it comes to goal setting and habit formation, I think it's also really important to acknowledge what's getting in the way. So is there something in particular that's blocking you, that's stopping you from achieving what it is that you want to achieve and talk about some of those things and what we can do about them? So one of the first things that springs to mind, especially this time of year where you see other people posting about their future plans, about how 2021 has gone for them, uh, about what they're going to be doing and how psyched they are for 2022. And we have this tendency to compare ourselves to others. And what I would say to that is, and I love this phrase, it's called stay in your own lane. So focus on what it is that you're doing and how things are going for you and how you feel in your body, how whether you feel prepared to set goals for the year, to build new habits. How is it, How are things going for you and how do you feel about it? Since I was sick, I'm starting to trust my body a lot more and listen to it. If I need to sleep earlier, if I need to take a nap in the middle of the day, then I have a tendency to trust more that that's what my body needs and that's what I need to do. I have personally started to reflect on 2021. Uh, I haven't got to the planning stage for 2022 yet, um, but I am using this wonderful tool called Year Compass which gives you a a booklet essentially that you can print out and start reflecting on what went well, what were the highlights from 2021, but then also looking forward into 2022. And again, it's this idea of, you know, what are the big things that you want to get done, but also how is it that you want to feel and what are the different aspects of your life that you need to consider when it comes to that as well. So comparing ourselves to others, focus on yourself. And often people say, compare yourself to the day before. But sometimes the day before was maybe better than today was. So focus more on what it is that you need and give yourself what it is that you need in order to get what it is that you want to get. The other thing that could be getting in the way is reflection. And I know I have spoken about this already, but taking that time to reflect and, you know, I'm very good at saying that. I'm also very guilty of not necessarily doing that myself, but I know how important it is. I know how great it is to take that time, whether that is at the end of the day to say what went well today, how can I do things differently tomorrow? What would I do differently tomorrow? How can I set myself up for success in the future, uh, reflecting at the end of a week, at the end of a month, at the end of a quarter, and then also at the end of a year. So like I said, reflecting back on 2021 and the year that that was, and how might I approach 2022 differently? The other thing that could be getting in the way is our mindset. And we could have limiting beliefs that are holding us back. And so if there's something that you would like to achieve, but you're not you're not doing anything towards achieving that yet. Have a think about what's going on in your head about 
why you can't do what it is that you say that you want to do. So is there a limiting belief that you have that's holding you back? A limiting belief is something that holds us back from achieving because we've convinced ourselves and we truly believe that it is the case. It could be something that you say like, I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy of that. I would never be able to do that. And we convince ourselves that we can't even start to do something that it, that we really want to do because we think we won't be able to do it. And so have a think about what are the things that you want to do but that you're not taking action on? And is there a limiting belief that's holding you back from actually doing that? Since we're talking about mindset and limiting beliefs, it's definitely worth highlighting this idea of the growth versus the fixed mindset. Now, my impression or my idea around this has always been you either have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. And what I found is I can have a fixed mindset in some specific areas and a growth mindset in others. The fixed versus the growth mindset essentially means if you have a fixed mindset, it means that you think that there's a a, a kind of a standard level of intelligence that you can't necessarily improve. You're either good or you're not. A growth mindset comes from a very much a learning approach where you can learn to get better and you can develop your skills and you can always improve. And I thought it was very kind of black and white. You're either a fixed growth, a fixed or a growth mindset person. But like I say, what I found for myself is I feel I can be fixed in certain areas and growth mindset in others. So maybe if if this is the same for you, identify, are there some specific areas where you feel like you have a fixed mindset? Like I'm never going to get better at that or I was never any good at maths, or I'll never be good at sports, or whatever it might be, and challenge yourself to see what's going on for you and whether or not you could try and develop a growth mindset in that area. The other area that might be holding us back is this concept of motivation. So I need to feel motivated in order to achieve my goals. And I want to challenge you on that. So yes, I think motivation is important, but if you commit to something, I think it's really important. Motivation goes out the window and looking at commitment versus motivation. If you commit to doing something and say you're going to do it, then you will go and do it and take motivation off the table. It's it's not a case of, I don't feel like doing that today. It's a case of, I've committed to doing that today, so I'm going to do it. And that's kind of the, the end of story uh, in that scenario. Because if you're waiting for a time that you're going to feel like doing something or that you feel this great sense of motivation, you might be waiting for a very, very long time. And if you focus more on the commitment and saying, I, you know, I said I would do this, so I'm going to do this today. I also want you to consider whether you are being too nice to yourself or being too hard on yourself. I call this looking at self-compassion versus discipline. I am the kind of person who I tend to be quite disciplined and I probably don't show myself enough self-compassion when I need it. But And you could be the same, but you could also be the opposite. You could show yourself too much self-compassion and let yourself away with way too much when, in fact, it calls for a lot more discipline. And I think the key here is finding the balance. So finding the balance that works for you. Are you being too hard on yourself? Are you being too easy on yourself? 
can you find a way to, if you're, if you feel like you're too disciplined, can you find a way to show more self-compassion? And if you're too self-compassionate, can you find a way to bring more discipline into what it is that you're doing? And how, how do you do that for yourself? Is that something that, uh, you know, maybe reflect on what has worked well in the past when it comes to achieving what it is that you want to achieve from you know, doing what it is that you want to do on a day-to-day basis, what works well for you. And that kind of brings me on nicely to this idea of accountability. Accountability is, I think it's something that's really, really important. Having someone external to yourself to challenge you and to support you on your journey towards achieving what it is that you want to achieve. Again, it's something that Gretchen Rubin talks an awful lot about. You'll have heard me mention her before. She talks about this concept of accountability. She also speaks about the four tendencies. The four tendencies, uh, it's kind of like, I think she says it's not a personality profiling, but it's our attitude towards expectations. And those expectations can come internally from ourselves and externally from other people. An internal expectation might be something like setting yourself a New Year's resolution, but you don't necessarily tell anyone about it. An external expectation will be a deadline that's set for a client, for example, for something that you need to deliver to someone else. And the four different types are, it's quite interesting because it looks at, again, going back to this idea of expectation internal versus external. And so the obliger, which I think is the most common, is the person who readily meets external expectations and external obligations, but really struggles to meet internal expectations that they set for themselves. So the likes of a a New Year's resolution that you don't share with anyone else, um, you find it hard to kind of commit to yourself. The upholder then readily meets internal as well as external expectations. So this is something like they set a New Year's resolution and they can hold it. And Gretchen herself, and I've taken the quiz as well. She does have a quiz online to do this. Uh, So Gretchen herself is an upholder. I am an upholder according to her quiz as well. So um, and the reason she she set it up in the first place was people were asking her, how can you just say I'm going to do something and go and do it? And they couldn't understand or get their heads around. So if you're an obliger, you really need to have that external accountability to help you to achieve your goals. So it's really important to build that in. The third one then is the questioner. And the questioner likes to turn external expectations into internal expectations and they will only meet internal expectations. You may have encountered these people at work. I know I certainly have where they question everything. Why does this need to happen? Why does this? And they're not trying to be challenging. They're not trying to be difficult. They're not trying to be rude. What they really are trying to do is turn that expectation that someone is placing on them into something that is meaningful for them in order so that they can go and achieve what it is that is being asked of them. So I think that's quite interesting. The fourth one then is the rebel and the rebel rebels against all sorts of expectations. So whether that is an expectation from someone else or an expectation that that person has of themselves. And again, this is quite fascinating to me and and the way to overcome that is through identity. So I am the kind of person who, 
you know, goes for a walk every day. I am the kind of person who responds to text, things like that. That's how to move beyond um, feel, you know, they don't need that external accountability for the rebel. It's all about their identity, which I think is is really fascinating as well. Another thing that could help you to achieve what it is that you want to achieve is this idea of outsourcing or delegating. And a really interesting concept that I heard recently on another podcast was just consider the fact that no one else can exercise your body. So you can't outsource, you know, much as we would like to outsource that, a lot of us, um, to someone else to exercise your body. Um, it's not something that you can outsource to someone else. So consider what you personally have to do. And I thought that was just a, such a solid example of the kind of thing that it, we have to make time for that in the day for us to do that if that's what we want to do we are the ones that have to do that there are other things that you could delegate to someone else to do to free up more time for you to do the things that only you can do so through delegation through outsourcing who can support you by doing stuff and it could be stuff that you do and you do really well but you need to have that time back and you need to have that additional time to do the things that only you can do. Another area that I speak an awful lot about is this idea of confidence. And it links back to the limiting beliefs. The limiting beliefs could be interfering with your sense of confidence and feeling like I could never achieve that or I could never go for a five mile run every day or whatever it is that you're telling yourself. Uh, you know, it could be interfering with that. And again, tying in with the imposter syndrome and feeling like we're not good enough or that we don't belong where we are. All of these things could be impacting on our ability to achieve what it is that we really, really want to achieve. And I would encourage you to reflect on exactly what it is that is getting in the way for you. Towards the end of 2021, I listened to an audiobook which I have mentioned before called Wink and Grow Rich. And in it, they included this concept of, it really struck a chord with me, this concept of um, spending versus investing. And that relates to both time and money. So spending time and spending money. Spending money is kind of spending it a little bit frivolously on not something that's going to generate any return in the future. Spending time might be something like, you know, a whole evening is gone to watching Netflix, for example, which I know I definitely indulge in that occasionally. And um, I definitely don't see it as an investment of my time. Um, Conversely, then, the concept of investing your time and investing your money, investing time can be investing time in outsourcing. It can be investing time in learning something new, investing time in building relationships with collaborators or building, uh, investing time in relationships with friends and, and that kind of thing as well. I know it's certainly something I'm going to take with me into 2022, this concept of, you know, challenging where I spend my time and money versus where I invest in my time and money and focusing more on the investing and like what returns am I getting for this investment? 
I would say this is especially the case when it comes to my time and really thinking about how I'm spending my time each and every day. The final thought I want to leave you with is this. You'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. And I saw that posted on my friend Sue Masterson's Facebook page just the other day. And I thought how apt for everything that I am talking about when it comes to goal setting and habit formation. I think it's so, so important and really hits the nail on the head. And I wanted to leave that thought with you today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you want to connect with me, feel free to do so. My website is happieratwork.ie. You will find Aoife's reading list on there that I mentioned earlier. You can also connect with me on Instagram, which is also happieratwork.ie, or feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and do mention how we know each other that you're listening to the podcast today. You will find me on LinkedIn, Aoife O'Brien, A-O-I-F-E-O apostrophe B-R-I-E-N, spelling that out for the non-native Irish people out there. As always, I love getting your feedback on the podcast. And just this week in particular, I have received two messages, one on Instagram, one on LinkedIn, to say how much people are enjoying the podcast. And it really, really means the world to me to receive that kind of feedback. So do definitely keep that coming. So thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Happier at Work podcast. I'm delighted to have you here. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could rate or review the podcast or share it with a friend. You'll find me on the website happieratwork.ie.